guys, it's Janice. If you love this podcast and you've gotten great value and maybe a bit of entertainment out of past episodes, please consider a donation in support of both my podcast fees and my coffee habit. There's no obligation. Just click the link below and thanks so much for your support. Now on to today's episode. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you've been listening to me for any length of time now, you probably know that I'm not interested in wasting time. And quite often, social media proves itself to be a waste of time. Mind you, it can be an entertaining waste of time. It can be enlightening in some ways. It can be scary or unhealthy in others. But whatever we think about social media, I don't think it's going to go away anytime soon. I do think it will continue to be a big part of how we network, how we establish relationships and connect with colleagues and future customers, and get to market just how awesome we are. So we better figure out a way to best use social media to push ourselves forward and grow in an efficient yet impactful way. Hi, I'm Janice Fogarty, and I'm a communications strategist and consultant. The Connections Coffee Confidence Podcast is for professional women entrepreneurs who have established themselves and their business, and they're ready to get serious about using the power of communication to surpass their business goals. On this podcast, I discuss everything from leadership to establishing a business vision to the intricacies of creating messaging, publicity, and more. I speak to women who excel in communications in their business, whatever they do, and get an inside look at how they created a thriving livelihood. So top up your mug and welcome to this week's episode. So if we think about social media, depending on your age and your preferences, one platform will jump to your mind first. That's probably the platform you spend most of your time on. And if you use social media for your business, that's the platform you're probably going to use. But have you ever stopped to think about the other platforms and thought, I wonder if my audience is there. I wonder if that social media is going to be right for me. Well, let's have a wee look. Now, I'm going to say right now that I have not included Pinterest in this episode because it's not a social media platform. It's a search engine. 
But if you do want to hear about Pinterest, you can go back and listen to the two episodes that I did on the platform, including episode 39, where I interviewed Pinterest expert Ali Davis, and episode 26, where I discussed why I changed my Pinterest strategy. And I'll link to both of those in the show notes. So all of the social media platforms are somewhat unique. They appeal to different people depending on how they like to interact or show up. Contrary to popular belief, Facebook's actual user demographics show the largest user segment is between 25 and 34 years of age. People say, oh, it's only old people on Facebook. Hmm, I don't consider 25 to 34 old. And of all Facebook users, almost 73% are aged 18 to 24. These are the people who are starting adulthood finding their way, changing their way. Some are getting married, some are having kids, some are buying houses and settling down. At one time, I would have said some were traveling the world, but I I don't know if that's happening right now. But there's a lot going on with this demographic. And if you think about who's on there, then it gives you a decent idea of what they might be looking for. Another interesting stat to note is 86% of internet users with $100,000 or more of income use Facebook. And India, the US, and Indonesia are actually the top three countries for the most Facebook users. And get this, two thirds of Facebook users visit a local business page weekly. Now, that statistic was really interesting to me because it didn't feel like business pages were a popular thing for quite a while, hence the rise in groups. But speaking of groups, more than 1.4 billion people use Facebook groups every month, and a quarter of them are using groups for a hobby or an activity. And in case you were wondering, I do have both for this podcast, so just search for the podcast name connections, coffee, and confidence, and I would love to see you there. Facebook's companion platform, Instagram, also has some surprising statistics. Instagram is only 10 years old, but has over 1 billion users every month. 88% are outside of the US. Users are split pretty evenly by gender, and surprisingly, the average amount of time spent on Instagram is 30 minutes a day. And I'm not going to lie, I'd be really curious to see the spread on the answers for that question, because I know very few people who spend only 30 minutes a day once they've opened that up. For those of us running a business and using Instagram as part of our marketing strategy, it's useful to know that 130 million users tap on a shopping post every month. 50% have visited a website to make a purchase after seeing something on Instagram, And that makes me wonder, how up-to-date or user-friendly is your Instagram bio? Is it clearly labeled with a link to your website or to wherever you're selling your products or services from? Do you tell people that the link is in the bio or even copy and paste it in the comments of your post? Honestly, If there are that many people who are actually shopping off of that platform, I wouldn't want to be leaving any money on the table. 
and the average Instagram business account posts once per day. Now that last stat probably isn't representative of all businesses using Instagram because I know lots of people, myself included, who use Instagram for business but do not have a business account. 81% of people use Instagram to help research products and services and that really speaks to opportunity for anyone using Instagram for their business. 99% of Instagram users do use other social platforms, mostly YouTube and Facebook with less than half using TikTok. I got my hand raised up here. So don't forget that stat when you're creating your content. You don't want to bore people by consistently using the same images and the same wording in all of your platforms, at least not on the same day. There's a formula that a lot of people use where they'll take something that they posted on, say, Facebook, and they'll wait a week and four hours, and then they'll post that same thing on Facebook. And then they'll wait another week and another four hours. And then they'll post it on TikTok or YouTube or wherever else they're going to post it. But they use a formula so that they're not constantly creating new content. They have their content and then they rotate it through all of their different social media platforms. I know how tempting it is to go into Instagram or Facebook and say, yeah, post it on both platforms right now and just be done with it. And I'm certainly not saying I've never done it. I know the temptation. It's real. But what you want to do is make sure that people are always seeing fresh things. So mix it up. I'm not saying you can't reuse content. I definitely think you should. But particularly when it comes down to Facebook and Instagram, I would want to be rotating those so that it's not the same thing on the same day. But it's up to you. Now speaking of TikTok, if you don't know, TikTok is a video sharing app. It's really hard to get statistics because the company doesn't really release information. So I kind of had to poke around and pull bits and pieces from different sources. And by the way, all of my sources that I'm using for these statistics will be linked in the show notes. If you're looking for a good demographic breakdown, just in general, the Hootsuite blog offers great ones for so many platforms. What I can find says that TikTok users spend an average of 27 minutes per day on the app, and it was the most popular app downloaded globally in 2020. I think a really interesting statistic is regarding the difference in engagement rates between Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. On all levels, TikTok wins for engagement, hands down, and especially with micro-influencers. Those are the people who post or represent a very specific niche. They may not have the largest following, but the people who follow them are very active and engaged with their posts. And on TikTok, micro-influencers have an engagement rate of almost 18%. Now compare that to a mega influencer, and those are the people we automatically think of when we hear the word influencer. Say, for example, anybody Kardashian. Those people tend to have an engagement rate of 5% on TikTok. That's a significant difference between a micro and a macro influencer. And when you think that an Instagram influencer their engagement rate is between 2 to 3%, and that's considered pretty darn good. 
and a micro influencer on Instagram, that's somebody who has between 1,000 and 5,000 followers, they get an engagement rate of roughly 8.8 or well, say 9%. Those are ginormous differences. So the people who are influencing on TikTok definitely seem to be making an impact on their audiences. Once again, lending credence to it doesn't matter how many followers you have as long as your followers are engaged. And with regards to spending, TikTok saw a 500% increase between May of 2018 and April of 2019. And that's the most recent data that I could find. It also said that 80% of revenue comes from China. Now, this is very much an app for the younger generations, such as millennials and Gen Z. Z because I'm Canadian. 69% of US teenagers are regular TikTok users. And 29% of US teens say that TikTok is their favorite social media platform. So if that is the group that you are looking to target, I think you know where they are. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70 percent of linkedin users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Moving to a slightly different demographic, although I'm sure if you wanted to do a little dance on there, you would be okay. 
let's talk about LinkedIn. LinkedIn, to so many of us, like we feel like we should be there, but we also find it intimidating. But it doesn't need to be. So let's have a look and see if who you're looking for is on LinkedIn. Now the platform has more than 738 million users, most of whom are between the ages of 46 and 55. And the gender split, it's pretty even. What I really like is that 63% of users access the platform monthly, with only 22% going on weekly. And there is no breakdown for who's on there daily. So this isn't the platform for fast-breaking news. This is for information that has a shelf life. And while most of the users are between 46 and 55, there's still a quarter of users who are millennials. And with regards to where in the world users are, over 70% live outside of the US and they're using LinkedIn to try and gain primarily American customers for their business. And unsurprisingly, the entire demographic skews heavily towards higher educated, higher learning, business to business users. So if that is ringing your bells, when you look down your checklist of your audience, get yourself on LinkedIn and don't forget to connect with me. And then we have Twitter with 187 million users, 44% of whom are between 30 and 49 years old. And it skews heavily, like 68% being male. If you're looking for a male audience, I feel like Twitter is your game. I used to love Twitter when it first came out. And honestly, I I don't know why I got away from it, especially with the statistic saying that users spend three and a half minutes per session. Ah, quick and easy. The platform has been fairly consistent in its growth and demographics, meaning if you're in there and you see what's happening, well, it's the same thing that's been happening with the same people for a while now. 42% of users are degree holders and 80% of the tweets come from 10% of the most active accounts, showing that no matter the platform, there are always going to be influencers and power users. It's a great platform for breaking news, quick thoughts, and of the moment commentary, particularly if you're looking for pretty educated men. Then we have the latest, the newest social app, Clubhouse. Clubhouse is at the time of recording an exclusive by invitation and available on Apple products only voice app. You can go into groups that they call rooms and listen or participate in conversations. There are rooms for pretty much every and any purpose under the sun. And if you don't find what you are looking for, you can create your own and start a conversation with like-minded people. It had 10 million downloads globally as of February 2021, but only 2 million weekly active users. People have a tendency to spend a lot of time there. I saw a story where one woman said she had spent more than 40 hours a week on Clubhouse. Like that's essentially a full work week on Clubhouse. Others say they're between 11 and 22 hours per week, which still, that's a lot. So this is a reminder that if you choose to go on Clubhouse, set a timer and stick to it. 
Otherwise, it's a great platform if you like to talk and engage verbally. If you've got that type of personality that you don't mind going out and talking to anybody and everyone, this is an opportunity for you to really build up a profile. And I guess I need to mention YouTube. Two of my sons, my twins, have YouTube channels. And that probably reflects that the largest age group using YouTube is between 15 and 25. There are roughly 2 billion monthly active users. And users 18 and over say they spend an average of 42 minutes a day on the platform. When we look at gender, 72% of all female internet users and 72% of all male internet users check out YouTube regularly. Its usage shows a shift towards video content, but only 18% of YouTube users say that they use YouTube to discover brands and products. If you like video and you can provide how-to content, I think this is a great place for you to be. And while I was researching this, I was reminded of Snapchat, which I personally have never used. Actually, I've never used TikTok either. So these are like purely stats and what I interpret off of them. Snapchat is the American teen's network of choice, with 34% saying they prefer it over all others. Snapchat users open the app on average, wait for it, 30 times a day. Also shocking is that the platform has a 100% year-on-year growth in daily active users in India. Users are predominantly female, and the average age is between 13 and 34, which is a large segment age-wise. But that group, they represent 75% of users. Snapchat's 265 million users spend roughly 26 minutes a day on the platform. And there doesn't seem to be any data on spending habits through the platform, but I do know that there are influencers on Snapchat. So if you're aiming towards that demographic, I guess that's where you can go to spot trends and perhaps pay an influencer if you didn't want to be an influencer yourself. Now, honestly, I feel like I just threw up a statistics class. I don't know how I feel about it either. But what do you do with all of that data? Well, let's revert back to your own target audiences. Who are you looking for to buy your product or service? How much does your service cost? Are you aiming towards an older, more educated audience or an audience with more discretionary spending available to them? Are your talents visual? Maybe you want to look to Instagram and YouTube if your people are in the demographics for that platform. Are you a writer? Do you like to talk? So when you've thought about all those kind of things and you've figured out the right platform for your strengths and your audiences, now you have to figure out how to talk to them. How do you attract them? This is where your key messages are such a help. And if you need help figuring those out, you can get on the waitlist for my Cut the Waffle course. That's going to be released soon, and it will walk you through creating your strategic communications plan, including your messaging and how to get that out. Go to janusfogarty.podia.com and you'll see it there. And of course, I'll link to it in the show notes. Now, when you look at the platforms and you see why people are there, what they're, what they're doing there, that's going to guide you in how to talk to them. 
So if your people are on Twitter, this is where you're going to go to engage with them. It's like a handshake or grabbing a coffee in that you can interact and get to know each other a bit without a huge time investment and before being invited to dinner. Of course, you can run ads or offer sales, but it's a lot about showing your voice, your personality. So you would use Twitter to engage people and then funnel them to your website where they can get a better look at what you do and what you offer. If you love video and are after a millennial or younger audience, you probably want to be on TikTok and YouTube, maybe even Snapchat. You could use TikTok to grab attention and grow a following and then funnel those people to your YouTube channel for a more in-depth marketing to your service or product. Now, I feel like this was a fairly dry pod. And if this is your first podcast with me and you made it this far, bless your heart. And if you are a regular listener, thank you for sticking with me. You know, I'm usually a bit more personal, a little bit more, hmm, less dry, shall we say. That said, every once in a while, we gotta look at the data so we can make our better decisions about how and where we promote our business. I can't give you a personalized answer over the podcast. You can email me, Janice at JaniceFogarty.com, or hit me up on any of the socials, and we can work out a way to work together. But I know you're smart, and I know that you can take this information, take your knowledge about your own audiences and goals, and put it all together to find the right mix for you. Maybe you'll be surprised at what happens when you explore a new platform. One caveat that I'll leave you with, though, is the reminder to watch the amount of time and energy you devote to social media. It can be fun. It can spark sales. It can grow your visibility with your target audience. But you want to make sure you're using it as a tool to grow with, not a device to measure yourself against. Until next week. Thanks so much for listening this week. I invite you to sign up for my email list or join me in the Connections Coffee and Confidence community on Facebook. Those are the people who get first dibs on any classes or products I create and they benefit from the extras I can't get into in a podcast format. I also lovingly request that if you've enjoyed this podcast, you leave a review on Apple. When I see a new review, I get so excited I almost spill my cappuccino froth. Almost. And if you're a woman entrepreneur who's ready to get serious about using the power of communications to grow your business, send me an email at Janice at JaniceFogarty.com. All my details are in the show notes. Thank you again for listening today, and I'll chat with you again next week. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
it. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.